Hey y'all, it's Yolanda Yvette. Just want to let you know if you want to work with me as a public speaking coach, if you would like to hire me as a motivational speaker, feel free to reach out to me at YolandaYvetteSpeaks at gmail.com. That is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks. It is me, Yolanda Yvette, motivational speaker, public speaking coach, author, and your podcast host. Housekeeping as always, if you guys want to be on the show, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and reach out to me at Speaks at gmail.com. And it's the same on Instagram and on Facebook. That's Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. My book is still for sale, The Speak Up Book. Go to thespeakupbook.com if you want to know the winning strategies to public speaking effectively and how to make a profit at doing so. So now that that is all out the way, y'all, I'm going to clear my throat Um, because I'm about to introduce our speaker, okay? We have Takima, and she is a five-time independently published author and teaches other authors, bloggers, and storytellers how to go beyond the book and build a successful business by the power of their story. She owns and runs two companies that highlights her passion and expertise in the realm of creative writing and story development. The first one is Bold Creative Company, it's an instructional design and content development company that assists authors, bloggers, and business owners with designing their custom supplemental materials for their programs, as well as providing content development consulting strategies. The second one is the Lit Lab, a creative writing story development studio that teaches kids, teens, and adults the art of writing and storytelling. Takima is also the founder of The Brave Life, a a lifestyle brand that teaches moms and millennials how to radically live by faith in the midst of life chaos, the midst of life's chaos. The main foundations of Brave is being bold, radical, authentic, vulnerable, victorious, and empowered. With God as her center and her faith as her anchor, Takima has decided to use her passion to inspire, lead, and teach. Takima is dedicated to return to her Lord empty of all he has placed inside of her. So listen, that was a lot to read y'all. Y'all know it like always. I don't know why y'all want to keep sending these long bios, but no. Let's welcome (laughs) to Yolanda Event Speaks, Miss Takima House. Hello, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I promise. I'm no, enjoying it tonight. Don't, don't you, don't you, short it, child. I just be trying to read, and I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I know I'm not dyslexic, but I think I have dyslexic tendencies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some tendencies or something, but it's okay. We here. They understood that you were powerhouse in the game, right? <laughs> Listen, you five-time independently published author, okay? A lot of people can't say that. A lot of people can't say that. And you teach right. others. So that's amazing. So I read your bio. Let's hear from you who Takima House is in her own words. I am... Who is Takima? Takima is... Uh, no, I'm not even going to go there. I was about to be ratchet. I was going to be like, well, I'm a regular, regular, regular girl from the Bronx. <laughs> and now... <laughs> I'm just me, you know. But um, no, on a serious note, I am definitely a native New Yorker. That is who I am through and through. I live right now in Atlanta, Georgia. But when you hear me speak, when you see me dress, when you see how I react to certain things, you're going to know I'm a New Yorker. Um, I'm a mom. I love being a mom now. In the beginning, I was struggling. I was like, nobody signed up for this. Hello. And then I realized I. Okay. You're not you're not um, alone. You're not alone. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, I think I might have signed up when I did certain things. Okay. <laughs> um, so, 
my personality. Um, I really, really enjoy helping others. That is something that I love to do. I'm a servant. So however I can be a great service to anyone and helping them to become the best version of themselves and use and helping them to realize who they are because of their story that brings me the most joy so that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell I am a little ratchet but I promise y'all I'm safe like I <laughs> I'm completely safe sanctified filled with the Holy Ghost but I am ratchet sometimes like listen he knew who he created he know who he created so if y'all have any issues take it up with him thanks appreciate you right period <laughs> like it's above me so exactly <laughs> above me okay so we're gonna get we're gonna get into to to the business person of Takima. so you said that you um you help uh, authors, bloggers, and storytellers go beyond the book, right? What is beyond the book? Beyond the book is my signature course offer. And basically, it's a five-week course where I take authors, bloggers, and storytellers through each section of learning how to develop their signature suite of services. So if you wrote a book and it's just sitting on the shelf or it's selling, but then you know that there's more to it that you need to do and there's more people that you need to get in front of because the truth is, when we write books as authors, we write books, it's not enough for us to just write the book and hope that we get a ton of readers and continuously sell out. We have to do more without books and we need to because some people will never pick up our books, ever, but they need our story, they need right. our message. So I help my clients to develop their stories into signature program courses talks if i have someone that just wants to be a speaker and they have a powerful story i help them to craft that into signature talks so that they can be they can pitch themselves and they have something solid to speak on if uh, my one of my clients um, she's a coach so i'm helping her to develop her signature program so that she can have so she can utilize her book and run an amazing she has an amazing coaching program that we're putting together. Um, I just finished a project with a young lady who has an amazing story. She did not write a book about it, but she told me the elements of her story, her experiences, what she wanted to teach, how she wanted to present it. Mm -hmm. And now she's able to present herself as a coach based on her story. So I am that person that you can say, hey, Takima, I had this idea or I've been through this and I want to help people do this. How do I do it? I'm that person that helps you to go from, I have this idea to here's the product, here's the service. Wow. So see, you're again, like I said, y'all, she a powerhouse because a lot of people are going to be like, I don't know, but I can show you who I, I can tell you somebody who does this, that, and the other. But you're like, no, I have all this in-house. This is all me. Right? This is so, all me. This is all me. Because, like, I will come to you. <clears throat> let's get let's get people, like, something tangible. So I'm a public speaking coach. Like you may have heard on, in the beginning, I have a book. You know, the speak-up book, helping writers. Uh, not writers. Helping um, those learn the winning strategies of public speaking, how to do it effectively, and how to make a profit in doing so, right? So I would be like, hey, Takima, I got my book, and now what do I do? How, do I, how am I leveraging it? I want to make some money while I'm sleeping. Like, how do I do this? I will come to you, and then mm -hmm. what happens there? So the first thing I would ask you is, what are the three elements, what are the three themes of your book? Like, what are the three main things that you, people take away from when they read your book? Okay. Oh, you want me to go through this now? Oh. I mean. Oh, 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 okay. I thought we were want, just. <laughs> if you want to give the people a tangible situation. Oh, okay. Right? I didn't want to give them all your secret sauce. I didn't want to give them. <laughs> right. Listen, this, this is just. Okay, so, all right. Don't answer. So, you said you're a speaker. Okay, so the one question I will ask. How many chapters do you have in your book? Seven. Seven chapters. Mm -hmm. So. If you're teaching people the elements of learning how to speak well, correct? Yeah. Uh -huh. Effective okay. speaking and how to make a profit at doing so. So there's two different elements to that. Okay. So making a profit and then what is the other one? 
how to effectively um, speak. So it's in, about engaging your audience. Okay, so engaging and profiting. Okay. Yeah. Seven chapters. Off the bat, I'm going to say you can create a seven-week or a seven-day boot camp on teaching people the elements of profiting from from creating a speaking career. Or you can have two. What are the elements of engaging your audience? Seven ways. Those seven chapters. Boom, 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 boom. You go through each of them and you teach them. And then each chapter you extract nuggets from them. And that's how you teach it that way. If you do the seven-week course, you literally strategically walk people through their process of developing those skills. See, again, y'all, y'all better get to keep y'all better get somebody who knows what they're talking about. You hear me? You rather than trying to do so it the hard do, way and trying to figure it out. You can run. Right. Listen, you give people options. Matter of fact, do both. <laughs> offer both of them. Hello. Why offer just one? Offer both. Right. And then your premium offer is a combination of both of them. Yep. And you're doing it one-on-one. You're not doing it as a group. Yeah. So at that point, you are working specifically with someone with through the elements of your book, but you're taking them step-by-step through the stages, and that's your premium offer. Now, let me ask you, do you help come up with course content? Yes, I do. I do that as well. So an example of that is someone says, hey, Tekima, I want to work with people who have been in the foster care system and they want to like really build a profitable life but I don't really have the content I have the idea but I have I don't really have the content so they don't have a book or anything like that um I say okay what is it that you want to teach them why do you want to teach them this what do you want them to learn when they give me that information I can create five weeks six weeks seven weeks program that will speak specifically to that audience and come up with the content as well okay let me okay because i'm a big fan of i just want to speak to people okay give me a microphone don't give me a microphone give me a camera don't give me no camera that's what i want to do i want to help people and i want to talk to people and that's what i do right um everything else let somebody else handle it let me make money in my sleep thank you good night right so, mm-hmm. um, I like to outsource because what I don't, I, I like to outsource because number one, outsourcing is also feeding somebody else and then now they're feeding other people, right? A lot of people like to just do yes. everything themselves and like, well, okay, now, anyway, that's a, that's a whole nother, whole nother. So, because someone, I mean, got time to do everything. hello, hello that is a word <laughs> for someone. So, <laughs> so. Let's say, okay, let's go back to me and make it tangible. If I say, hey, Takima, I'm about to send you my book. I want you to read my book, and I want you to come up with a course for it. Can you do that? Or is I'm it, doing that right now or is it just like we need to continue to be talking and talking and talking and talking and talking? Or is it like, here, here, go this book, create this course. Thank you, appreciate you. In we have one. I have one conversation with you, which is 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. You tell me the elements that you want to have within the program. What you want me to make sure I keep. If you give me full creative reign, I'm going to just do my own thing. But if you have specific things that you want me to make sure is there, we have one session. Well, two. We have the pre-session with your book. You say, this is what I want to make sure you do. This is what I want to make sure you um, include in that. Cool, cool, cool. I go off for three weeks, three, four weeks sometimes. I create the course. I email it back to you. Let's schedule our last session so we can go over it together. Done. See, look at that, y'all. Yeah, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> and let me just say this for the business owners. Don't be afraid to let go of things that you don't want to do and leverage people that that do the things you don't want to do because they love it. Like me, yes. I will sit in front of my computer and create. I'm like an architect, literally. I really am. Like, I love to draft, like, I have notebooks of just drafts of things, like, ideas, thoughts, bullets, all this stuff. And then, before I do things, I literally create little diagrams of how I want it to look on the screen, what kind of everything. I go through the, I enjoy that. When it comes to writing, sometimes people have to stop me, obviously, because... 
I will write a whole bunch of words. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just how I am. But leverage the skills that other people have yes. that they love to do. Don't feel like you have to do it all because it's your thing. Yes, it's your thing. But one thing I'm learning and understanding about myself and where I'm headed, I am I am definitely a visionary, but I'm also a runner at the same time. So I can run with other people's visions, but my visions, I have to, I'm learning to give those, give areas to other people where they can run with my vision. So don't feel like you have to do it all. Learn how to leverage other people as well. Absolutely. Listen, when you learn to leverage other people and and even leverage yourself, you have more free time for your family, for yourself, for, you know, other things that you love to do rather than spending time and stuff that you can't stand because now that's going to make you hate your business. It's going to make you hate your passion. You're going to be like, I'm done. It's going to happen. So listen, use the people who love to do it rather than trying to force yourself to do it. Now it's okay to be like, I want to learn how to do it myself. That's okay. That's absolutely okay. But you don't have to. Um, you don't. You can learn how to do it, but you don't have to do it. You can still exactly. utilize. You can still utilize um, other people as well. So come on now, because Takima, y'all listen. Takima about to get my book, y'all, and she about to write this whole course. <laughs> Hello, and I'm gonna be like, y'all. Let me. I'm gonna. We gonna come back, and I'm gonna be like, Takima, listen. I'm trying to tell you, because we're going to do a follow-up. I'm like, let me tell y'all, Takima's the truth. She done, she done wrote this course. Y'all better get on with Takima, because she done told y'all. I done told y'all. Let me tell you, she she's good at what she do. She about to get this book, and she about to be, it's about to be proof in the pudding, y'all. You hear me? Yeah. The proof going to be in the pudding. Because I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to hear that that phone go off when I'm asleep, talking about ding 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 of people buying that course. Okay. Whether it's on Groupon or whatever, that people about to be buying this course while I'm asleep. Making money while you sleep. That's, I mean, can it be any better? I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, we're going to get into uh, Bold Creatives Company. Let's talk about it. Go. It's on you. All right. So, Bold Creatives is pretty much my content development instructional design company and I do exactly what we just talked about I people hire my company to do to create their courses to help them to develop their courses we do content development strategy so if someone just needs help sorting through all of the content and millions of notebooks they have like Mm -hmm. I have all these notebooks for all these ideas what am I supposed to do with them I help you literally strategically plan and situate how you can use that content um, what do we also? Oh, we also also offer um, administrative um, administrative content management. Meaning, um, my company will write your emails for your email campaigns. Will help you with content for your social media. <laughs> um, anything that is admin related, content related, we definitely do that on the business side, on the admin side. So. Basically, how that works, how that piece specifically works, like let's say you're working on an ad campaign or you're working on an email campaign and all of that, I will write the content for you. And then if you have an assistant, I work more with the assistant saying, okay, look, this content is ready for this. This content is ready for this. And they do the automation and stuff. I'm not an automation person. Girl. I hate the whole situation. Not that I hate it, but it takes a lot to do it. I would rather just write what needs to go in there and somebody else can just set it up. <laughs> right, like here goes, here goes the template. Have fun. Thank you. So, and that speaks to also me being a writer and an author. I love to write books. Like, that's my thing. I love it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to editing and formatting, somebody else has to do that. I don't want to do it at all. Like, the tech, tech stuff, no. Yeah, I will not hire people for that because I, I have no patience for that. I just want to. I, I know that the book is structured well. I know it's written well. I need you to do the tech stuff. That's it. You, I ain't got time for nothing. <laughs> you you sound like me. Like I I love what I do. I know what I do, 
I, everything, everybody else has their lane. Everybody has a lane. I'm not trying to swerve in it. I'm trying to put my blinker light on to get into your lane. No, ma'am. And I just came from a, a, another driving lesson because I do drive, but I'm learning how to get better at it. And so I just came from a lesson. And let me tell you, that is so, I was so in my lane that when somebody was trying to like beep at me, because I, no, I wasn't even doing it. No, you just being ridiculous. Go where you need to go. I'm chilling over here. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not bothering you. You ain't bothering me. We in our lane. So that's how I am when it comes to writing. So anything. So when I do the admin management, so I'm just focused on if you need contracts written up, drafted up, all of that. I'll make it up. I'll make it pretty. I'll write it. Make it pretty. Make it nice. Package it. Boom. Got it. Um, email campaigns. Hey, Takima, I need four emails for this campaign. Boom, got it. I'm sending it to your assistant. Hey, these emails are ready. Set that, set up that automation. Do not ask me to do that. I won't because it will take me five hours to set up an automation, and it takes me an hour or two hours to do four emails. Like, no. I'm not. I'm not spending six hours. That, on the automation thing, like, it's beyond me. I'm like, I don't. I'm not understanding how to do this. What? What? I don't get it. I'm like, <laughs> and people are like, don't talk. Like, don't you know, self doubt yourself. I'm like, no, you're not understanding. <laughs> this is not what the Lord has blessed me with. This is not my talent nor gift, and I am very aware of it. Like, uh, let me just talk. So, I mean, even with coming up with emails, that is, um, I don't know what's going on with my volume here. It keeps going up and down. So, um, listeners, like, it keeps, it keeps going up and down. I'm like, what is happening? And I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate it. So, listeners, just bear with us, okay? It is what it is. Uh, uh, remember me when I get extremely famous, y'all. <laughs> just remember this episode. So, um, <laughs> you've, like, started from the bottom, and now we're here, okay? Just remember, hello. So even when writing emails, that's something that's that's time consuming for an entrepreneur that they don't have to worry about no more. They can just say to Kimba, like you said, I got I need these four emails for for this coming out or for this ad or whatever it is. And then that's one less thing you have to do. That's one less thing off your plate. And I have people I had somebody tell me like you're overwhelmed. Because it was one time I was trying to do everything. And they're like, you're overwhelmed. I'm like, yes. And the bad part about it is I was getting nothing done. Because I have, I have so much to do and I'm getting nothing done because I'm thinking about the stuff I need to get done, trying to do it. And then something else pops into my mind like, oh, I got to do this too. And nothing is, I'm doing a whole lot of walking and ain't going nowhere. Let's, treadmill. You was on the treadmill. Absolutely. When people like you were like, I'm here. Hello. Use me. But see, this is what people are like, but I don't want to pay for your peace of mind is worth paying for. Okay. Listen, let me tell you something. And uh, many people will not agree with me, but you won't agree with me because y'all don't have the right people. Mm. Hire people that one that you either know, trust, or know will get the job done. Come on. For me, that's my little sister. One, I want to make sure that I can make sure that my little sister has food in her mouth and my nephew's mouth. Right. My sister is amazing with administration. So she's my assistant. Mm-hmm. So if I need something done, I'm handing it off to her. And when people need stuff done, they can hand it off to me. You know, like I take stuff off of, so I'm handling other people's stuff and she's handling my stuff. So no balls are getting dropped. Right. But no, what was the human? Takima was trying to keep her her part-time job, work her business, make sure her kid don't die, you know, all these things. And it's just like, I'm wondering why I'm feeling like I'm burnt out and I can't do nothing. Because you're trying to do it all yourself. And the thing about I don't want to pay no one, if you don't, if you want to be a business owner, you have to stop saying i don't want to pay nobody to do then you don't want to be a business owner Mm. you don't want to be a business owner because successful business people pay people for everything okay Mm -hmm. i'm just talking to a friend of mine who's a fashion designer she catered gets catered food in she eats out she now they can cook in that house they can cook but she's like why 
I have other things to focus on. If I don't have to focus on that, she paid someone to clean her garage, organize her garage. Um, I am getting a cleaning lady. Hello. Because I will be, I will be in here all day, all night, sometimes working on projects, which is fine. But my house gonna look like hell. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm hiring someone to come once a week. I can maintain. I just need you to clean. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know why you can see people, you know, being on the beach and talking about, oh, work from anywhere, freedom, life, all that stuff. Because they're paying people to maintain their, their livelihood. Right. That's what business people do. It's a team. That's what you do. It's a, like, it, it's, you really say it like, oh, um, you're paying people. Like, it's, you have a team. There's no, yes, entrepreneurship is, is your business, right? But you have a team of people. You have your social media. You have your admin. You have these people, whatever. And you're you're feeding all of them, and now they're able to feed other people. But it's a team that's going to help you be less stressed at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have to feel like you have to do everything. You will you will get burnt out, and you'll learn. Matter of fact, you'll learn your lesson. Sometimes we've got to learn the hard way. No, listen. And then this is for the for, the, for my people that are believers that are saying this Mm -hmm. Jesus was God himself but Jesus had 12 disciples (laughs) what did he do he taught them his ways he taught them his principles he taught them how to do the same things he did so when he left they were still able to carry on the things that he did so why would you think that you can do this all on your own? You better delegate. And even when he had to let one go because he was shady. Hello. He had 11 others and those 11 others built up others, built up others that built up others that built up others to carry that one message that do that one work that God has called all of us to do that are called to him. Come on now. Come on now. Hello. I'm just saying. That was a word for somebody. So Y'all better catch it. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to invest in someone. You don't want to invest in your own mission that God gave you, because mm-hmm. you don't want to pay. The Bible also tells us what you reap, what you sow. You will that you will also reap. So you saying, well, I don't want to pay nobody. You're also saying, I don't want nobody to pay me. How do exactly. you expect your business to grow? Exactly. Exactly. There, you so, have, there y'all have it. Soapbox, Listen, you stand on that soapbox, child, with some boots on. Say hello. 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 You from New York, so with your Tim's on, baby. Go on. Go on, head. Go on. <laughs> stand on the soapbox. On, on, the, on the stand on the, on the milk crate with your Tim's, child. Go on, head. <laughs> on the milk crate. Stop. Like, I mean... <laughs> Y'all over here, God bless my business, bless my business. How are you how are you sewing into your business? With a closed how? hand. With a closed hand, you can't sew with a closed hand, like and you can't receive with one with one neither. And that's the thing. And and I get it. And it's a it's a mindset thing of being like, I don't I don't have it to give. Okay, understandable. So then that means you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out some a couple things. You know what I'm saying? Of how you can't afford that person. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong because Google and YouTube is wonderful. Okay, it's wonderful to teach you how to do a whole lot of things. Fiverr, hello, hello, five. I have I utilize Fiverr as well. Yes, ma'am. I have I, I don't I, for this month between this month and last month, I'm up to $600. From, there's no excuse. Fiverr is uh, listen. Fiverr, Upwork is another one, but I mainly use Fiverr, and that's F-I-V-V-E-R, y'all, for those of y'all who wants to just go look around. I swear, they do anything that you could ever think somebody, would you ever want somebody to do, they got somebody up there doing it. Now, research them, y'all, I mean, but don't just go going for, this, for the first person you see. Go look yeah, look at them stars, research. look at those reviews. Yeah, definitely research, look at the reviews, all of that, but there's literally no excuse. If you want someone to, um, you know, send do your automations for you, or I use them mostly when I have like things that I need edited and stuff. Those type of things, 
Yeah. You can get a turnaround within 24 hours, and a lot of the, the people that I've used are excellent, and I keep going back to them. To the same people. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how, that's no. how that works. It's, you really, it's like they are employees. Hello. Hello, people. Hello. We go back to work smarter, not harder. So, exactly. the lit lamp. And you're not That's, that, that's, your, that's my baby baby. I that's can tell. Baby. Y'all, y'all couldn't see her, but she was up here shoulder bouncing and all that stuff. So go ahead and talk about the lit lab. So the lit lab actually started in Brooklyn in a little um, cafe with a friend of mine. And I was like, what if I created a place where people can come and write their books and get help? And I do workshops there. And she's like, oh my God, that would be so cool. I'm like, it's like a coffee feel and all of that. And so she's like, oh, my God, that would be so good. I'm like, but what would I call it? And she was like, and then we were going through names. And I was like, I don't know. I want it to be like a lab kind of thing. Because when you write and you're like in the lab, she was like, it could be like a literary lab. And I was like, oh, the lit lab. And so it was popping from there. And so I actually um, put together a workshop in New York. It was live. And I did it at a place called Pearl Studios, and I hosted my first Lit Lab workshop, which was awesome. I had four people come, and I had one person come and do a, presenta- a presentation on marketing. And it was really, really dope, and I was wanting to do more. And then God was like, nah, girl, it's time to move. So I ended up moving, leaving New York. And so I had been trying to start it virtually, but I kept feeling like there was a pause, and I didn't understand why. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, um, I kind of revamped it, and it's um, a lit, um, a lit. Well, it's lit, but it's um, a story development and creative writing studio for kids. And the reason why I changed the the direction of it is because my daughter, she's excellent when it comes to computers, but she was really struggling with reading and mm-hmm. writing. And it kind of discouraged me because I'm like, dang, I'm a writer and a reader. Like, that hurt, you know? And then somebody actually said something really disrespectful, but anyway. And basically what they was like, well, how are you going to call yourself a writer and your daughter can't even read? Ooh. Ooh. I was like, yo, I don't really fight men, but bring your wife because she's going to get this woman for you because you're disrespectful, sir. Um... But anyway, I let that go, and I was like, God, what do you want me to do? So basically, the Lit Lab is now a creative writing studio for kids, teens, and adults. And basically, I work on helping them to build their confidence in writing, helping them to understand how to use writing as a a resource and a tool to help them to, you know, express themselves and things like that. And I also help them in learning how to write and tell their own stories however they want to so if they want to write a book if they want to do poetry if they have if they're more theatrical I help them to you know write scripts and things like that so that's the avenue I'm going with and with working with a current client that I have she has an amazing program where she's teaching kids how to be entrepreneurs and the lit lab is going to be featured as a star facilitator of her program and teaching kids how to build their stories within their business so Ooh. i'm really excited about that and um uh the lit lab is now going to be a non-profit come and, on um, come so on 501c3 yes, so <laughs> that's going to be um official in 2021 and i'm really really excited about that because youth and empowering the youth through this, the art of writing is definitely a passion of mine. And the fact that it, it has come full circle now for it to be what it is now versus what I wanted it to be, it's really, really awesome. And again, adults can utilize the services that I offer the kids, um, but it's basically a youth um, development kind of. I love that. I love that. Like the literacy part of all of it when it comes to the children, because a lot of, uh, a lot of children now don't like to read. I mean, shoot, even my oh. gen- even my generation didn't like to read. <laughs> Hello. But, you know, <laughs> now it's just trickled down even more. So it's like, nah, I'm good with this video game or, and whatever's on TV. But, 
yeah that i i'm proud of you about that for that that is amazing that you took that charge and you're leading you're leading that charge um for the literacy of teens children and like and adults the same you know what i'm saying with no embarrassment no shame and none of it all you know in none of it um because a lot a lot of times you don't like to ask for help especially when it comes to literacy stuff because people make you feel less than like oh you don't know how right. to or you you know what i'm saying and it's a stigma yep. behind that um because you've been going your whole life just faking it like you knew how but now people make you feel some type of way yep. but listen we, we, now we're gonna get into the brave life okay okay you you better you work them shoulders girl work them shoulders <laughs> work them shoulders <laughs> so the brave life mm-hmm. um lifestyle brand that teaches moms and millennials how to live radically um by faith in the midst of life's chaos like that is that's a strong that's a strong message how do we get here well, um, the Brave Life was actually birthed when about maybe a couple of months before my daughter was born. And I was like, you know, I had suffered with um, postpartum depression for two years mm-hmm. after she was born. I was depressed while I was pregnant. And then afterward, it just was a trickle down effect. And um, the first the first five months, I was like, God, listen. Um, this ain't gonna work. Like I, this I can't do this. Um, I had you know a couple of breakdowns during um you know her first couple of months here. Um, I was looking up adoption agencies. You know, I was just like, Lord, this is not for me. And so, the first year it was very very challenging. I was homeless with her. It was just a struggle, and I was like, Lord this ain't right you know um the second year i was like okay starting to get my stride back and understanding more of who i was and now this new role that i was in even though i wasn't really accepting it i was starting to recognize and acknowledge okay this is my life now right but by the third year i was like okay i might can do this for real you know the fourth year i was like okay this is my life and i'm gonna do this but each year, God was giving me a principle of what being brave was. And so the first year, he taught me boldness. He taught me how to be bold in regardless of what else, what else, whatever was going on. And being bold, meaning like, if somebody asked me, was I okay? No, I'm not. Right. Are you struggling? Yes, I am. Mm. Do you want this child? Not really. Like, I really, I don't know where that, I mean, I've always been a bold person, but I was just really out there, like, no, I'm not, I'm not having fun. This, mm-hmm. oh, when you have your baby, you fall in love, I wasn't in love. Postpartum is something serious, y'all. Like, I, it is a, yes. a serious thing that gets on you and, 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 and whoo, it'll, it'll and, ride and you for a while. And grab you tight, okay? Yep. Um, and so by the second year, that's when I became radical and but resilient. You know, I was dealing with, you know, being homeless with her and struggling in that way. But even when I felt at my lowest, there was a part of me that was like, you got to get up, though. Got to get up. Mm-hmm. Can't let this defeat you. And then by the third year, I became I started to become more authentic about who I was and not try to cover up the, the frustrations of what I was feeling, you know. And then by the fourth year, I started to understand that, and her name is Victoria Joy. And so by the fourth year, I started to understand why God named her that. Because I didn't name her that. I, I honestly thought I was having a boy. I was calling her David for like the first <laughs> four months. And God was like, it's a girl. And I'm like, no, it's not. Went and got the ultrasound. And the, the lady was like, you're having a girl. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, um, I went to school for this. So I'm pretty sure. Girl, you ain't having no David, okay? You tried it though. You tried. That's cute. That's real cute. (laughs) That lady was like, "Excuse me." I was like, "No, I'm just asking." Because you know, some people make mistakes. She was like, "No, (laughs) not there, not this one." Um, And then by the fourth year, I started to understand why God gave me her and why me. He named her 
Victoria. And then um, along with that, I, I realized how in me being vulnerable about where I was, it was actually helpful to other people. And then by the time she became six, seven is when we moved here and I felt so empowered. I honestly did because that journey with her taught me how to be brave. It taught me how mm -hmm. to step into myself. It taught me how to, no matter what circumstances I go through, as long as God is in front of me, behind me, on the sides of me, there is nothing that I can't do with her. Because that was my whole thing is like, I'm such a, you know, a, all right, we going here, we going here, we doing this, we doing that. And I felt like with her, I was gonna be like stifled. But in all actuality, she helped me to become this person that I am on another level. Like, if I want to go somewhere, we going. If we want to do something, we doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no fear. Mm -hmm. Obviously in God, but there's no fear in anything that I put my mind to because of who she is. You know, like, mm. I, she's not my life because that was the other thing that God had to really get into me. He's like, I gave you her for a reason. But she's not to be worshipped. She's not to be the center of it all. She's a she's an extension of who you are. She's mm. an extension of who I created you to be. She's not your God. And a lot of times as moms, we get this idea, oh, my children are my life. How? Because baby girl, if you decide that you want to take me out because you feel some type of way, trust me, it's been nice knowing you these nine years. Mm -hmm. You going to go before me. You ain't gonna kill me. It's not gonna Ooh. happen. And that's all. That's that's that you say that. Like I have known people who are like, my children are my world. My children are my everything. Every you know what I'm saying. And I was like, at one point, I was like, it sounds like you're addicted to your children, or you're addicted. To, you're addicted to your husband. You're addicted. You know what I'm saying. It's like, it was them, and then others. You know what I'm saying. Like their whole life surrounded their their, their children. I'm like, mm. and you're. And it's so funny that you had said that. Like. It sounds like people are worshiping, you know what I'm saying? They're putting their children above or their family above others. I mean, not well, above God to an yeah. extent. And, and and that was the thing with the brave. Like, it's all the things that I have gone through with her. It made me brave. It made me step up and realize that, wow, I can do anything with Christ, but I don't have to be hindered by any other circumstance that I experience. And so... What that made me also realize is that how many women are out there that are moms or women in general that are going through some real crap and they're trying to figure out how to keep their faith and not drown. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I was able to come through each and every obstacle. So how can I teach other people how to do that? There were moments where I would be on lives, like on Instagram, Facebook, on the sleep, knowing that I was sleeping on the floor in somebody else's house. Mm. But I was showing up right. until God had to say, "Baby girl, I need you. I need to take care of you because you you broke right now. You're broken, mm -hmm. you know." But I was still showing up because at the end of the day, I knew what God put in me to do. How many people go through life knowing their call, knowing what they need to do? Something happens and everything falls apart. How do you get back up? You get back up boldly. You get back up in resilience radically. No matter what people are saying, you stay authentic. You don't cower or fit, try to fit the mold of what other people or of what other people think you are or should be. You celebrate every victory, everything that happens. If you got up that day and you knew for the last three days you was in bed, celebrate that. You've been wearing black for three months and you wore a white t-shirt that day, celebrate that. Because tomorrow you might wear white and yellow. And then the next day you might wear orange and pink or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Celebrate everything until everything becomes a victory. Ooh. And be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to not. You don't have to put your business, all your business out there. But be vulnerable enough to say, yeah, I struggled with this. Or, yeah, I'm struggling with that. But this is what I'm able to do to get through that. And understand that everything that you've gone through is empowering you to empower others. Hello. Our lives are so connected to each other that when people start to tear each other down, you're tearing down yourself. Mm -hmm. 
So you have to understand that every experience is attached to someone else's life. So it is so allow those experiences to empower you because it's charging you up to empower other people. And so that's basically what the break life is. There you go. Look, y'all have it down. She done told y'all. She done told y'all. She done told y'all. Y'all get y'all lives together. That's pretty much what she's saying. And let her help you do it. <laughs> I said it for you. I said it for you, Takima. Get y'all lives together. If you can't, let me help you do it. Go on and put it on a shirt. Um, so <laughs> put it on a shirt. I might actually do that to give you credit. Yes. Get your life together. Let me help you though. <laughs> so um, I had a question for you that, and I didn't even write it down. That I it just popped into my head and it popped right back out. But so it's one of those moments. But um Well Lord, listen, that just means that means we've gotta have you back up here. Hello. But we already gonna we're gonna do that anyway. So boom. Um Oh that's what it was. Let people know about the the ebook. Okay, so the Brave Mind, Brave Life ebook is a project that I'm working on and it should be done within the next two weeks. But I'm not gonna leave y'all hanging. I have a guidebook which I is available on my website and basically it gives you those six elements that I talked about being bold resilient authentic victorious vulnerable and empowered and it basically walks you through how to develop that mentally so that you can walk that out physically emotionally you know all of that all of that because being brave starts in your mind like I didn't become brave until I started to believe and know and tell myself constantly I'm bold enough to do this now again here go the ratchet part but y'all already know I'm safe because <laughs> um, when people are trying to say stuff about me now I'm like who want to check me <laughs> I said what I said and I meant it okay Uh-oh. now I meant it no I meant it Okay, I said what I said and I meant it because at the end of the day, and again, I'm gonna put the Bible back in there. When the Bible says to um, be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Mm -hmm. it doesn't say to renew your mind one time, it says the renewing. Renewing ing is continuously. So, in order for you to be brave and live brave, you have to continuously be bold continuously be resilient no matter what comes your way continuously be authentic continuously be victorious continuously be vulnerable continuously be empowered it's a it's a continuous process and it starts in your mind and that's why the bible says be transformed the only way for you to change is to change your mind to change your mind and change your perspective your lenses how you see things yes i was struggling yes i was homeless with my daughter that was hard but what i started to do was realize and change my perspective yeah i was living in my brother's living room but i had a place to sleep Mm. we wasn't out on the street i hated the fact that you know some things that went on in the house i was just like come on son but again I had a place to sleep and I knew my brother wouldn't let anything or anyone in that house that would harm me or my child so we were safe Right? did I want to be in my own space yes I did and I actually left but actually and then I had to end up coming right back because it wasn't time mm. sometimes we like we want to run from situations because it's not ideal it doesn't fit us but that is where God develops our character Woo. Remove your mind, change your lens, how you see things, and let God develop you before you go out there. Sometimes we, and I've done it several times until I learned my lesson. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just want to jump out there and be like, I'm ready. No, baby girl, you're still walking like a baby deer out here. Go sit down. You have some developing to do. Mm -hmm. So the Brave Mind, Brave Life um, will teach you those elements and teach you how to do that. It teaches you how to do that. The guidebook does. So the ebook, you can only imagine what it's going to do. But I'm Absolutely. gonna give y'all that the e- the guidebook first, and then. The so e-book. how are they? How do they when get the part. guidebook? Oh, the guidebook. Well, if you go to my website www.takimahouse.com, that's the first thing you see. Just click. Put your little email in there. Well, not your little, because 
nobody here is little. <laughs> but um, put your email in there. I, I hate people say, oh, I saw your little. Nothing I do is little, so you ain't see my nothing. But anyway, <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> put your email in there, and you will be sent. You'll be able to download the guidebook right there. All right, so let let everybody know how to get in contact with Takima House. Yes, so like I said, my um, website is www.takimahouse.com. My books are there. You can contact me there. All of my services, my companies, all of that is listed on my website. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Takima House. You'll see me there. My You'll see all of my quirky craziness. Uh, you don't have a ball with me, y'all. I'm fine. <laughs> so, y'all, um, you, you know the information is going to be in the details of the podcast, but just to let you guys know, it's Takima, T-A-K-I-M-A. House is H-O-W-Z as in zebra, E as in elephant, right? There you go. Thank you so much for saying my name, both my names correctly. <laughs> oh, and Julie. <laughs> I got it. I got yeah, it. Oh, the amount of people that call me Tamika or Tequila <laughs> Tequila stresses me out there is no L anywhere in my name there's, there's no Q or they'll say <laughs> thank you or they'll like oh is it Tamika Housey what y'all are trying y'all try it's okay Tequila House so listen this is what I want you to do uh, for the listeners I want you to leave them with a tip whatever is on your heart mind and soul whatever it is give give us a tip okay a tip trust yourself while you're trusting god too often we say oh i'm trusting god i'm believing god i'm trusting god i'm believing god if he puts something in you he wants you to trust him but he wants you to also trust yourself that is where we hold ourselves back the most. We're so busy trusting God that we're not trusting the person that he equipped to do that which he said to do. So while you're trusting God, trust yourself. Mm, that's good. Y'all, listen, thank you, Takima. I appreciate you for being thank up here so today. Like, I, I truly appreciate you, y'all. This has been another episode of Yolanda Yvette Speaks. I love you all dearly. And like Takima said, trust yourself while trusting God, y'all. So I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey, y'all, don't forget the Speak Up book is for sale. Go to thespeakupbook.com if you want to learn more about the winning strategies for public speaking and becoming a more effective public speaker and in making a profit in doing so. So please go to thespeakupbook.com to order your book today. You can also find it on amazon.com of the same name, y'all. So I look forward to seeing your purchases and talking to you all soon. All right. Bye.